Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, and you know we're going to get to this last tournament that was oh so fun and it oh was so exciting. Very exciting. Very different, but we are on board. We are yes. officially on board. Yes, it definitely brought excitement, you know? Yes. You know, they're all different. And so this one was different, but had like us cheering for different people. That was really worded horribly, but you get it. No, it was perfect. <laughs> and we have not discussed together days 11 through 15 no. yet. So I'm really excited uh, and interested to see what Leslie has to say about, you know, our co-leaders at the end. But we'll get there in a second. Before we do, let's talk about our bingo winners. Oh, my goodness. We had over 454 people playing from all over the world. Yeah, which is always exciting. All of your stories are so awesome to hear. You know, we heard from a guy named Zach, and he loves watching uh, sumo with his grandpa. And they're, yeah, that's what he calls him, grandpa. And he's like, they got a bingo. And he's like, because grandpa's not great on the internet, I'm, I'm emailing you to let you know that grandpa got a bingo. And I was just like, I love that stuff. I love and I love hearing who you all like, who you're all cheering for, you know, all the highlights that we have. A lot of them are the same with you all. So it's like a really cool thing playing bingo and then connecting with all of the players all over the world. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I agree. I was emailing with a father and son in the UK watching and, um, you know, some girls who would uh, email in and say, it's just so neat to hear other girls talk about sumo and how exciting it is because I have no one to talk to about this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we get it. We have like groups at work that play together. We have whole families that have a bingo card. And so everyone has a bingo card. So it does make your experience different, like watching the Basho, because you do find yourself cheering for really unusual people you know yeah. like Chio Shoma or something you're yeah. like he's got to get his kachi goshi just has to but uh but it's fun so we're gonna do a little highlight on our kachi koshi winner and our maki koshi bingo winner yeah they came in early but not early as early as some in the past our biggest winner the kachi koshi bingo was a solid bingo all by himself. There was no one even close. No, yeah. No one even close. Not for a whole day or more. Yeah. And this was from Jared Tadlock. So Jared Tadlock, I think we could call him a local boy. He's we from could. our area. We recognized the name as soon as it came in, which well, is always really local exciting. wrestler. Yeah. Like, we don't always have people who win who are actually putting on a mawashi every weekend. And this guy does. This guy does. Yeah. So Jared was a wrestler in high school, and he caught a tournament recap of that month. And he says it was basically a highlight reel of Asashoryu kicking ass. I was enthralled by the pageantry of it all and thought it would be badass to watch and try someday. But unfortunately, I didn't have a good way to keep up with it. So it fell to the wayside while I focused on high school and pro wrestling. Uh, Fast forward to October 2020. I got an email from Corey Morrison, who had just been given a list of people in the Dallas area who might be interested in doing sumo. I was one of the very first responses, and the rest is history for the Dallas Sumo Club. My official first tournament following all the way through was November 2020 with Takakesho beating Terunofuji. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So he says his favorites are Hokusto Fuji. Oh, I Yugen. love the bull. Yeah. 
I yeah. love Hokuto Fuji. And yeah. that little knot on top of his head from his constant head butting of yeah. wrestlers. It's fabulous. Yeah. And I think Jared really enjoyed watching Hokuto Fuji in this tournament, too. He was probably very, very excited about yes. it. Yes. Well, and I got to see Jared yesterday at the Dallas uh, Japanese Society. They had a festival, a fall festival, mm-hmm. and he did a sumo demonstration. And mad props to him because he actually wears a mawashi. Yep. Sun's out, buns out. He wears it. And like, it's awesome. He's a great wrestler. And we've seen him at tournaments and stuff. And so congratulations, Jared. You won bingo, but you're winning our hearts. That's right. Jared's other favorites, Terunofuji. He said he had no clue about Terunofuji's history when he watched him in that first tournament in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting to think. Well, I knew nothing about him when I first saw him either. And then you do all the research and you go, oh, my God, the story he's been behind here this and guy. He fell, wow. And now he's back. Yeah. Also, he rises from the ashes. Also loves Takara Fuji and says sumo leg goals, Takara Fuji. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He really enjoys a lot of the smaller guys recently. He just says it's really exciting to watch and he loves it. I totally get that. Congratulations on your Kachi Koshi Bingo Jarrett. Can I tell you about our Maki Koshi bingo winner? Yeah. This one came from Sophia. And uh, she said that uh, we're a family of sumo fans, but I'm mom and I'm the most diehard. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) She said, when I first started noticing sumo, it was because relatives were always watching it. And I wasn't very interested Everything happened so fast, and I didn't understand what was happening. But my father-in-law got me a book about Shinto and sumo. And it's actually not Ash Warren's book, but another one. It's called The Spiritual. I think it was about the spiritual and historical aspects of the sport. And that's what lured her in. Uh, She had been previously raised on baseball and tennis. Sportsmanship and victory and defeat were important values taught to me. So sumo seemed to epitomize these things. Nice. Over the last few decades, a lot of Japanese culture has changed, but sumo maintains its essence. I can imagine times long ago with each bout. That's so true. It Mm -hmm. is. You're watching like something historic. It's with their hair and the mawashi. It's just a glimpse into the past. That's so cool. Her favorite rikishi? It's so hard to name one, she says. I am drawn into cheering for the guys who have sweet smiles. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Definitely. <laughs> this tournament, I'm thrilled to see Tamawashi performing so well, Kiribayama, Tobizaru, Ura, Wakamoto Haru, and Koto Echo are others that I like to watch, whether they win or lose. Um, she said, keep up the good work with the podcast. So thank you for listening. And congratulations, Sophia. This is huge. I also just want to thank our, those of you that give us money. I just don't know how to, I just don't know how to tell you how much we appreciate it. Yeah, we all of this has come out of our pockets. And then finally, like all of the mailings and things like that, we send all over the world. And we're luckily able to do that with the help from you all. And in the past, I think we were like, oh, gosh, we got to send this all the way to New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there were moments when we were like, oh, well, God, we have a listener from Australia. We got to send it all the way send, across the world. Send something light. But now we go, ooh, cool. We Australia. To, yeah. It's like a whole community of people supporting other sumo people getting prizes and gifts. And it's wonderful. So yeah. thank you. Thank you to our Wall of Fame supporters, Dr. KVC. My, Jessica, Annie and Scott, Rod, 
Carol, Dan, and mystery supporters. Oh, I still like don't when know they're anonymous. Are. I know. It's kind of exciting. And also, you know, in the last few like months. Paul McCartney, who's a huge I'm sure. Fan. I'm sure it's Paul McCartney. It's it must be Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney, right? Let's just, yeah, it's Paul McCartney. Now, yeah. it's not like thousands of dollars, but at least Paul McCartney is sending us at least five bucks a month. So yeah. thank you, Paul McCartney. It's so appreciated. <laughs> and also in the last few months, we have also uh, received amazing gifts of support from Lynn Matsuoka, Hobbit Rosie, of course, Robert at Big Sumo Fan. Ash Warren in his book Ash and his publishers. Warren, yes, Chris, Stuart, Keith. Mia and more mystery folks. Uh, who is Maybe, it besides is there another Paul McCartney? Beetle alive that could be no, supporting us? I don't think so, actually. Okay, so it's not a Beatle, but it's maybe it's Dave Grohl. It's someone else in the rock and roll industry that is like super cool and is supporting us. I just know it deep yeah. down inside. We feel it's a celebrity. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you all, lovely people. It goes towards so many cool things like our website upkeep and uh, postage. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All the boring administrative stuff. Yeah. I wish it was going to like <laughs> fancy like, you know what I would like to buy? I'm going to have to buy this with my own money. You and I need matching track suits that say Sumo what? Kaboom on the back. You know what I mean? That we could wear. You know what I mean? And they're red and black and and yellow. Why go for tracksuits? Like, why not because just go track the, suits are the funny. Demon, demon caca route and get a kick-ass caftan that says sumo kaboom that all over it. But I already have too many caftans. <laughs> I am fully in caftan culture Can right one now. have too many caftans? A sumo kaboom caftan. Yes. It okay, needs well, to happen. All right. We've got options. <laughs> we <laughs> okay. got to have more donors for that, but... <laughs> Well, in the meantime, in the meantime, we're just going to dream and talk about the sumo unless there's some news you want to talk about first. Actually, I have no news. I mean, there could be news, but I don't care about it. Okay, great. I only care about sumo. And anything I say now would spoil it for someone. Okay. So let's just get right into it. Day 11. Remember way back in day 11 when we had co-leaders, Tamawashi and Hokuto Fuji. Oh. Second place co-leaders of Takayasu and Nishiki Fuji, and then four guys in third place. Way back when Shodai had the very worst record of anyone oh. on the playing field with a one and nine record, oh. and Mitakeyumi <laughs> could not, he was right on the cusp, and he could not lose another bout, or he was going to lose his Ozeki status. Right. Well. Way back then. Okay. This is just like five or six days ago, I feel like. I know. This is <laughs> day is 11. Yeah. Many guys dropped off the board on day 11. And I'll just say Nishiki Fuji, since he was tied in second place, he did not let Chiyoshima do any funny business on day 11. How about the Nishiki Fuji? Boom. I just never thought I'd be saying Nishiki Fuji or thinking about him as much. But he sure turned out this. He looked great. He was like, whoa, what yeah. happened? Yeah, I'm really excited to see where he's going to land in the Bonsuke next time. Yeah. And to see how he fights. But right now he's looking strong and fast. Yeah, where like was he before? Faster. He was, uh, who did he fight on day 11? Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. It was a real easy <laughs> fight. No, he, he fought Chiyoshoma. Oh, that's right. And that's right. why I said no funny business. Because he's my Chiyoshoma, Yeah. Chiyoshoma is a funny business type guy. Yeah. And... Yeah, he just shut it down. I was very impressed. Yeah. Very impressed that Nishiki Fuji yeah. shut that down. Okay, 
Takiyasu versus Miyogiryu on oh, day 11. Okay. We got to talk about this one. I thought it was interesting because it looked like a battle between two friends. Like they've been training together all their lives. Yeah. It wasn't was, too fierce. I was just, ex- I was thinking Takayasu shouldn't go down this easily. What? But they are vets. They are Like vets. they have been fighting each other for years. Yep. And so I thought, okay, however this went kind of made sense. They know each other. They fought each other a kajillion times. Well, this fight was a long head-to-head battle. It was super handsy. Yeah. And at the end, it was chest which, to chest. Which would have described some of my Bumble dates in the past. Very handsy. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. <laughs> we can keep that in. No, sure. No. I haven't had a handsy date in a I while. mean, if there has been a handsy date, no. No, not really. Not really. I was going to say, maybe that happened to be more in high school, but not yeah, so much anymore. Yeah, Thank my 20s, goodness. before people learned about consent. Yes. But... <laughs> now people are much better about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know who did not have consent? Or no, Actually, he they did, did have, have consent. consent. They have consent to get as handsy as they want to get, as long as it's not the hair or That's right. Don't touch the, the private hair. place. Right. right. Right? Okay, so this one was handsy, but at the end, they went chest to chest, Miyogiru snuggled in real close, and threw Takayasu by the belt. No, not by the belt, by the shoulders. Shitatanage. Yeah, Shitatanage. No, it came down officially as Shitatanage. Oh, you know maybe how, that's why I was like, belt? Shoulders? Well, well shoulders? Maybe. He I went mean, down. That's well, what you, you need to know. You know what's interesting is that you'll hear them announce what it is, and then... Sometimes they change. They do, actually. Yeah. I always think, well, then why do I always feel so bad that I can't see it myself? And I'm like, well, look, if the color commentators can't even tell, and it's not official until it's <laughs> yeah. reviewed, then, like, I'm doing okay. Yeah, we're doing all right. If we're doing all right. If you knew Shitatanage versus Shitatadashinage, I mean... Uh, Come on. Really, the main point is <laughs> Takayasu went down. He yeah. lost on day 11, and he was tied for second place. And it was a surprise. At least it was for me. Yeah. Okay. The next fight on day 11 was between the co-leaders. Yeah. Tamawashi versus Hokuto Fuji. Tamawashi lunged forward and, surprise, grabbed Hokuto Fuji's neck. Hokuto Fuji grabbed for the front of Tamawashi's Mawashi. Ooh, that's fun to say. Tamawashi's Mawashi. Uh, but he ended up pulling the cigari out. Instead, he kind of whiffed and missed. Meanwhile, Tamawashi kept pummeling his chest and neck, and he went out by Oshidashi. I had this brilliant thought on day 11. Mm. I'm going to call it brilliant. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Tamawashi, the reason he has lasted as long as he has in such good shape as he's in mm-hmm. is if you never let people get close enough to you, and you just go for people's necks and you plow over them, you don't have to do the same number of touchy eyes as everyone else. You don't, your body doesn't have, like, you're not trying to absorb other people's power. So you're trying to keep people away from you. Well, he's more on the offense than it as, like, Shodai or defensive type of player. Even Taran Fuji will will accept and be on the defense yeah. and sort of then react. And Tamawashi and... doesn't do that. No. He is just like all aggression. <laughs> I'm not going to let you near me, which I would think would let your body last longer in some ways because you're not absorbing all those hits. Or you just don't hit the ground as much as everybody else does. Well, <laughs> maybe. you're throwing people or you're notifying well, people out. <laughs> that's what I would think more like Hakaho's. That's why Hakaho lasted Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, that's an I don't know. Thought. But Tamawashi, if you, if nobody ever gets you, 
Yeah. If you're that strong, you yeah. can keep people away from you, then yeah. That was my deep thought. And it was and it was Laurie brilliant. Collins. I just felt like I wrote Tamawashi was on a tear. He basically yeah. won it though by stiff arming Hokuto Fuji. Yeah. That was basically how it looked. Which I was bummed because I I like so many other people. Everyone loves Hokuto Fuji and he had suffered last Basho, I think. And uh, so loving to see him come back healthy and looking like he's energized. So yeah. I think there were a lot of people who were happy for Tamawashi, but also sad for Hokuto Fuji. But we, bo- we love both these guys. Yeah. Yeah. We have to talk about Toby Zaru versus Ura on day 11 because it was the weirdest fight. <laughs> that was so weird. It looked to me like two crabs fighting. Right. There was no tachi eye, really. Yeah, it was all, they it was got like a really soft low. crab. Yeah, they were really low and it was all hands and they weren't getting close. And honestly, I've seen Toby Zaru do that several times. Not my favorite kind of sumo from him, but it was a long time. Like this, this whole like crab, like which way are you going? Well, it's like both of them had a force field around them, <laughs> so and weird. they weren't willing to go into the other person's for, other person's force field. Yeah, it's like after... they had big rubber inner tubes around their waist, Little crabby inner tubes. Yeah, but they had, yeah, and they had to reach over the inner tubes <laughs> to get at yes! the other guy. Yes, and finally after what seemed like a full minute toby zaru finally got close enough to lift ura's arms but still couldn't push out ura because he did that super cool back bendy thing that he does at the edge you know when mm-hmm. you're trying to push Matrix. Ura out yeah and he doesn't really go it was a beautiful save and then ura tried to twist and throw toby zaru but toby zaru stayed behind ura grabbed his belt lifted ura's leg and threw him out with a shatatanage back in the opposite direction it was it was pretty the way it ended up i was super psyched about it mm-hmm. but it was a weird beginning yeah, I was worried that they were going to have a heart attack after that one because they plum tuckered themselves out. They were kaput I was, at the end of that. Yeah. After all that lobster clawing. Yeah. Uh, it slappy, was like slappy, weird stuff. Full on they open were, mouth gulping for yes. air. Yes. But I was very impressed with Toby Zara here. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I didn't love the beginning. Because I never like to see that from Toby Zara. But I was impressed with the throw at the end against Ura. Right? Not an easy foe. Yeah. Okay, got to talk about Wakataka Kage versus Hoshoryu. But he won that at the Tachiai. Planted it perfectly, pushed. It was just, I liked this fight because it was two very uber serious men. Yeah. Going on it. Going on it. Going on it. Going on it. And here's my other deep thought from day 11. Wouldn't it be like totally awkward mm. to sit in a hot tub with Wakataka Kage? Why? I would love because to he's sit in a hot tub with he's him. He's so serious. And I would think I would want to sit in a hot tub with somebody like Kanishiki who could like chill out and be very relaxing. And I don't get the sense that Wakataka Kage ever relaxes. But Do we you? Don't, I don't know. If you hand him a glass of champagne or some sake, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he really tears it out. He's very serious on the doyo. Very. But he's got a giggle. He's got a laugh. Does he? Does he? I have you ever seen it? I haven't seen it. Well I haven't. This this is why I was thinking I don't want to hot tub with Just because you can't see Santa Kage. Claus doesn't mean Santa Claus doesn't exist. Well, like hot tubbing with Wakamoto Haru sounds fun to me. Like he seems like way more laid back. But oh, Wakataka okay. Kage, I don't I don't really know. I uh, think Miyogiru would be a better uh, bet on just absolutely not gonna get anything out of him because he has said about himself, "I am a very serious man." Has he? Yeah, yeah. Miyogiru. Well, it's all that serious. abacus training. It could be. 
It really is. Uh, that's a reference to some episode years ago where we were talking about Miyoguru. And he grew up with, uh, he, he, was, he was part of an abacus club. Yeah. Ab- abacus, abacus club. club. Yeah. In school. See, I think for some reason on day 11, I was like, who do I want to sit in a hot tub with the whole day long? And I was like, I could sit in a hot tub with Shodai and a glass of wine and that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. And, but Wakataka Kage, mm, I just don't think so. Yeah, well, <laughs> isn't that funny? I will happily invite him over and we'll <laughs> see how it goes. First, okay. we got to get a hot tub, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got to skip to Mitakiyumi versus Sada Naomi. I know. Later in the day, started Mitakiyumi started great as usual. Uh, but then Sadanaumi slipped to the side at the edge and uh, Mitakiyumi just walked out. It was a huge bummer. Huge bummer. Because, because it meant that he's going to lose his Ozeki status. He fell out of rank. Yeah. At the last second. And at that point, we still really didn't know why. Yeah. There were theories floating around. I mean, he couldn't do anything at the edge. He got every... It seemed like every single match he could attack and then at the edge... It, there was something in his body or something that was missing or in pain that he had no, like once he was up against the edge, he just couldn't go anywhere. And he just kind of gave up at the edge. So I don't know. He's a much better wrestler than what we saw him do. So it's not like he just lost his sumo spirit. I think there's got to be something physical going on that just he's there, he's fighting, he's in pain, and it's really bad. Well, one highlight on day 11 was Wakamotoharu versus Shodai, where Shodai finally got his second win of the tournament on day 11. 11. There was some magic at the edge from him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twist down win, I think. Something like that. Yeah, a big push across the doyo from Wakamotoharu and Shodai just spun and laid him down very slowly. It was really pretty. Which is interesting because Wakamotoharu has been doing that to everybody else. That twist down magic at the edge. I'm going to pivot and you're going to fall down kind of behind me. Hmm. At the end of the day, Tamawashi was in the lead all by himself for the first time, I believe. Followed by Hokuto Fuji and Nishiki Fuji. And in third, Wakataka Kage, Tobizaru, and Takeyasu. Day 12. I like to mention when things are a little wonky and weird. And Takanosho won over Chiyoshoma for a non-technique. Hmm. Tsukite, which means he basically, somewhere in the middle, just accidentally put his hand in the dirt. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? What's the term of it? What's the name of it? Tsukite. Tsukite. T-S-U-K-I-T-E. Uh, it's a non-technique win. Cool. It's basically when you have a slippy otoshi or something yeah. where it's like, it wasn't a throw. It's just somebody like miffed it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh. put a hand down. And uh, that was that. Tamawashi versus Wakamoto Haru. Mm. This was <laughs> a very, crazy. This a very young Frankenstein. Like, mm. well, if there is a wrestler that's closest to Frankenstein, it's Tamawashi. It might be Tamawashi, simply you know, because of the size straight, and scale. His straight arms, you know. Okay, straight yeah, yeah, arms yeah. out in front of him. Like, anyway, I, I follow you. Yeah, this match, I wrote, "Wow!" Exclamation point because yeah. Tamawashi just went in straight for the throat. And somehow, Wakamoto Haru's head actually stayed on his body Mm -hmm. because it looked as if it could possibly come off. I mean, it was it it was an unbelievable Nodawa attack. But Wakamoto Haru resisted. And when he did, he sprang back from it. He immediately got in and under and rushed 
Tamawashi back and out. I mean, never, these two had never met before. And this actually gave Tamawashi his second loss. Mm -hmm. But I just was like, oh, okay. Well, if you can withstand the initial charge that is Tamawashi, especially with this extra energy that he's got, Mm -hmm. and you advance in that second post-Tachiai, you know, moment, you've got a chance with him. And that's exactly what happened with Wakabotaharu. So that was a surprise. Yeah, if you could withstand it or squirrel around it somehow, then you got a shot because his arms are long and they're right in front. So if you can somehow get in and around those, you got a shot. Yeah. I, I love that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Wakamoto Haru really helped out his brother with this win. He did. He did. I wonder if they call each other at night and they're like, okay. 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 I need you to go real hard tomorrow. Yeah. Meet me in the hot tub. We'll discuss that. <laughs> but a very serious hot tub. Yeah. Okay, Kiribayama versus Kotonowaka. Mm. I haven't talked about Kiribayama much, um, but let's, because I adore him. He was taking on a much bigger man, uh, and he took him back and out. Basically, Kotonowaka was up too high. And I thought that Kotonowaka is a big man with a lot of strength, even though he's young. Yeah. Um, I just thought that he could withstand it. And he, um, Kiribayama pushed through by getting the big guy up too high and shoving him out. You already already kitty. Yeah, well done. And now they were tied seven and five. Takayasu versus Wakataka Kage. This was a very nice slap down by Takayasu. Wakataka Kage maneuvered as best as he could, but Takayasu stayed on him and did not let him go. He kept him close, but also denied him the inside grip that Wakataka Kage wanted. This match was top to bottom, all Takayasu. Yeah, and he was following the Tamawashi playbook. Yeah. Did you notice that? Uh, with the stiff arm? I'm going to go for your throat, your throat, oh, your yeah. throat, and then I'm going to slap you down. Yeah. Yeah, he has the ability to be murderous yeah. in that way. Yeah, it surprised <laughs> me. It really did. Uh, I thought, well, Wakataka Kage, because he's Sekiwake. Um, I should not have doubted because Takayasu is an ex-Ozeki. Yeah. But I thought Waka was going to take it, and I was pleasantly surprised that Takayasu took it instead. Yeah. He looked like an Ozeki in that match. Yes, he did. I mean, many times through this whole Basho. He just did great, solid sumo. Yeah. Shodai versus Hoshoryu. Now, I want to talk about this because this was a beautiful kubanage throw. Mm. And so a kubanage is a throw in which the attacker wraps one arm around the opponent's neck, then turns and throws him. How this is legal, I have no idea. I don't know. It seems like a recipe for an appointment with a chiropractor. Sure does. It just was crazy. But Shodai got off the Tachiai. He he got in close and got a really deep grip. And Hoshoryu was sideways kind of at this point. Shodai, as usual, was up too high. Um, and so Hoshoryu grabbed in this very awkward position around Shodai's head and just forced a throw. And I, I don't know why I put forced in all caps, but there was something to it that it was just like heave ho. I've he got around his neck and he did him a full flip into the dirt. Yeah, because he showed I went up and over Hoshoryu's body. Right. And if it's your neck, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'm going to go wherever they're throwing me because it's your neck. It uh, seems yeah. very dangerous. And Shodai landed with a very surprised look on his face. Yeah. Yeah. But Hoshoryu was very proud. 
but uh, the two and ten record is abysmal. Terrible Basho for Shodai and kind of an embarrassing technique to be thrown, you know, on you. Maybe they should add that throw into baseball. I might watch baseball if that throw was in there. <laughs> it was crazy. This is the day the Takakesho versus Hokuto Fuji. Everybody yeah. was mad about this. But again, we always have to say it is legal, and it did make me laugh, to be honest. Me too. That's it was so funny. a brutal hanka. And it's Takakesho throwing it on Hokuto Fuji. So it's kind of like, oh man, Hokuto Fuji has got mo, he's got like that mojo. He's got it going for him. And Takakesho and his, you saw so much bravado, you saw so much attitude in choosing that was his game plan against him. I have to say, it did make me so sad. It made me I very laugh- sad. I, this was a very emotional match for me because I laughed. And then I saw Hokuto Fuji's look on his face yeah. because Hokuto Fuji ran out for all that it's worth. Yeah, his heart was in it. Yes. And then he just got tricked by, he thought someone was going to meet him with <sighs> honorable sumo, you know, especially with a, a nine and nine and two record, you know, at that point. But Takakesha was like, boy, that's this how this is played. I don't have to be nice. You think you're going to get straight on sumo from me, and you did not get it. Everyone was mad about that. It was a Hataki Komi slapdown. And uh, Takakesho, though, he needed the Kachikoshi that day, and he got it. So that's probably where he was like, I literally don't care about Hokuto Fuji. Why would you? You're competing as well. He's got to get his Kachikoshi the sooner the better. There were several very important hankas that happened throughout the yes. last few days. Yes. We'll talk more about we'll talk more about that. The last match I want to talk about is Nishikigi versus Nitakiyumi. They had the initial fight and they both got thrown. Um, but it was really close to too close to call. A Manoi was called, and upon closer inspection, I think Nishikigi's hand went down under Mitakiyumi's back. So essentially, he hit the fir- the dirt first, but they said it was too close to call, so they did a Tori Nayoshi, so which is a two for one. And the second time around, Mitakiyumi he got in low. Both men they locked up. Mitakiyumi steps out to the side and thrusts Nishikiki's shoulder down and into the dirt. So it was a Tsukiyotoshi win for Mitakiyumi um, upon the second one, but. You know, that first match where he and the other guy were flying and twisting down to the dirt Mm -hmm. together, it looked like he got banged up even more. So after this fight, after this fight in the Hanamichi, they were showing me Takeyumi making huge grimaces when he was trying to lift his left arm. Yeah. And that was the day I finally put the pieces together. I was like, oh, he doesn't have any left shoulder strength. He is doing sumo without. His left shoulder. Of yeah. course. Yes, of course. That's why he's struggling. He can't even lift it. Who knows? He probably has a tear. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I just finally put the pieces together that day and was like, oh, poor me, Takeyumi. That's all I got for day 12. Okay. So Tamawashi <sighs> was still in the lead by himself at 10 and 2. And there were four guys following at 9 and 3 going into day 13. I'm going to call day 13 fast and furious because every fight of mention was super fast. Yeah, agreed. There was something about bam, 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 another match. It was over very quickly. Yeah. Tamawashi versus Nishikifuji on day 13. 
boom, fast, a little like, oh, are you done? Did you show up to do sumo? Tamawashi gonna win it. Yeah, but what was funny is that Tamawashi did a slow fall on top of Nishiki Fuji. I think at the very end of that, like he yeah. put him in the dirt and then he toppled over on top of on top of him, but like really well, slow. Tamawashi <laughs> slapped Nishiki down with a giant forearm from above and then he sort of toppled forward, but he was hovering with his legs super wide. Well, he tried he, for like, he tried to take down a leg of Tamawashi as he was hitting the dirt. I yeah. Think it was a leg he was pick like, attempt. he was like, what can I do? I'm on my way down. I'm bent over from the upper body. Which is like, awesome this is to super see. Super awkward. And then Tamawashi, it was almost as if Tamawashi looked down and was like, oh, you're not down yet? Boom. Boom. <laughs> you need another push down. There you go. And that time, you know, with a hand on the neck. Yeah. But it was fast and it was a dominant win. I liked it. Another fight I really enjoyed on day 13, Tobizaru versus Hokuto Fuji. Yeah. This one was fast. Tobizaru came in low, maybe too low. Hokuto Fuji did a meet and move, and down went Tobizaru real super fast. Maybe Hokuto Fuji was like, I got hankered yesterday. I'm just going to meet and move today right. and not work too hard. Right. Okay. Takeyasu versus Kiribayama. One huge blast that knocked Kiribayama back <laughs> two full feet, arms flailing for balance. It was a head-on train. It was awesome. <laughs> then Takiyasu knocked Kiribayama to the side and down. It's like every single fight that I've mentioned thus far was a win by Sukiyotoshi. Mm-hmm. Slap, down, and a dominant win. Then let's go to a sad fight. I wrote the same thing. Sad battle. <laughs> Mitakeyumi versus Shodai. What a sad... Two Ozekis, both with Makikoshis. One who's lost his status. We should, like, cue sad music. We should. (laughs) Another with double-digit losses. Oh. It was, like, sloppy and, like, half-hearted, like... (laughs) I felt like they were, like, we apologize for making you all watch us. Yeah. I... Don't get me wrong. I love these guys. I cheer for them. But this was tough. Yeah. It was one push. Mitakiyumi pulled. Shodai stumbled forward right into him. <sighs> and and I went back and I was like, okay, how long was Mitakiyumi and Ozeki? <sighs> he won his first Ozeki Basho. And then he had three Makikoshis in a row. One of those he had to leave early due to COVID. So it's not the best Ozeki record, but surely it's not the worst. How old is he? Does he have a chance to regain? He does. I mean, they all do. They all do. It just was sad. It made me sad. It made me sad. And even with this, even with winning this fight, Shodai still had the worst record at day 13. That's what really made it sad. It's just sad all the way around. So let's talk about a happy one. Takakesho versus Wakataka Kage. Big fight <laughs> with one jump to the left and a fall to the ground. Wakataka Kage just beat the heck out of Takakesho. It was a big fight. Well, and- that was the Hanka day too. So yeah. Takakesho the day before Hankered someone else and then he got Hankered. I mean, like the what same- goes around comes exactly. around. Exactly. The same dramatic fashion. It was a hit and a shift. It, it was a 
That was really fun. It's like you could see them all going, all right, you do it to me. I'm going to do, do it, it to, to the you. next person. Exactly. Or I'm going to do it right back to you. Like, you play that dirty trick on me, it will be coming for you. So at the end of the day, Tamawashi's still in the lead, 11-2. Two guys tied for second place. Hokuto Fuji still holding on. Takayasu still looking dominant. Four guys tied in third, Wakataka Kage, Tobizaru, Nishiki Fuji, and Ryuden. Where did he come from? Well, back from spending 25 nights at the uh, not his with not his wife. Right. He's back trying to prove <laughs> himself. his worth after, well, pretty good. after the infidelity charges. That's right. Yeah. So he's trying to the get back. The only sport where they care about infidelity. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it was during coronavirus. I think in the past they didn't, but the fact that he went to a hostess club uh, (laughs) over 25 times, well, he's back. Anyway, he's back and he's fighting good. Yeah, he was on the leaderboard for a short amount of time. Shall we jump to day 14? Yes. All right. You know, I'm going to chat real quick about Sada no Umi versus Kota Nawaka. Okay. Only because the veteran kind of wins the day. The takeaway here is that Sada Naomi, you can never count out. He is a very skilled wrestler. Hmm. Kota Nawaka, still young, but he has the gift of his enormous body, and he's got a lot of strength. And as the wrestlers say, he's got a soft upper body. So there must be something in his physique that's just hard to handle. And the young kid survived well. There was a lot of back and forth. They both did. But it was endurance in the end. Kochinawaka looked like he just um, kind of pooped out. But also, Sada Naomi had a lot of creativity. And he kept coming back to, how can I take this kid out? How can I take this kid out? Eventually, it was a Yuri Kiri, a win for Sada Naomi. But um, I, I just thought, that's kind of nice to see. He's got more track time. The young kid's getting better. Mm-hmm. And he he is going to be there soon. You know, I think that... Kotenawaka, he's at Maegashira too. I don't think it's that long before he's going to be really, really hard for some of these guys to beat. You said something else that I really liked. You said Kotenawaka has a gift of his large body. And I think we should just put that into everyday parlance. Those of mm-hmm. us with big bodies should be like, this is a gift. Yeah. I have a gift of a large body. Oh my gosh, I heard this song by Jax. And it's called Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Listen to it. But it's about uh, big-bodied uh, women and the lies that we've been told about how we're supposed to be skinny, skinny and have big boobs. But it's about um, we're more than what uh, some guy in Ohio who created Victoria's Secret. It's yeah. more than what this vision is for us that we yeah. have to keep living up to. But I agree with you. I think, uh, yeah, we. I like seeing large bodies and I'm. I'm tired of those people having to apologize for taking up space. Yeah. And I love the, the sport and that it celebrates different types of body types. Yep, and me too. it makes, it's just like we all see the athlete and we see the, why the body works for them, a bigger or a smaller frame. So that's cool. Yep. Tobizaru versus Tamawashi. Um, Tamawashi bowled him over. Yes. Tamawashi made a phone call. Yes. And no one was home <laughs> and won't be back until next week. Off like vacation. Toby Zaru literally got hit by a bus. Yeah. If I was Draco Malfoy, yeah. I would want Tamawashi on my team. Yeah. I kept thinking my mind, I, I know everybody calls him the Iron Man, call him the strong man. I call him the bouncer. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to have anybody manning a door, 
This is That's the guy who you, you need is the bouncer. Plus, he could bring you all baked goods. Right. Or make cute little embroidery things for you. Yes. Wakataka Kage versus Hokuto Fuji. Wakataka Kage uh, got in really deep inside and just does what he does best. Wakataka Kage is on that Ozeki run. I hated to see this loss again, but Wakataka Kage just was quicker and he wouldn't let go. He had the double inside grip that gets him inside faster. He just rushed Hokuto Fuji to the edge and unfortunately kind of really ruins Hokuto Fuji's chances of staying in it with this. That's what made it so sad. You could see his Basho dreams die right there on the vine. Right. And there's nothing worse than that. That is true. But Wakataka Kage started a little slow, but now with this win, he's 10 and 4. Yeah. So he needed he needed this for the long term. He needs to be turning in higher numbers in the, in the Sanyaku to be able to be you know, considered for Nozeki. Yeah. Takayasu with a huge blast, basically pre- pretty much Hoshoryu ricocheted off of that Tachiai and uh, it was immediate chest pull down from Takayasu. And uh, now we know after that bout, though, that Takayasu will face Tamawashi the next day. I also loved it because Hoshoryu was going for his Kachikoshi and Takayasu denied it. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to really like <laughs> <laughs> cheering against Hoshoryu. There's something really fun about it. Right. I know he's a good wrestler, and I know he's just going to keep improving, but he is fun to cheer against. I he bet can they, take it. I bet, yeah, he seems like he can take it. And it seems like the wrestlers all respect each other enough, but they're like, dude, just because you're the nephew, you know, of a former Yokozuna, all of us are related. <laughs> well, and I feel like he's so all like, drama. He's all yeah. like, I'm going to put on the show being really angry. Yeah. And who knows if he really is or no, not. It's just a show. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's okay to cheer against him. Takakesho versus Nishiki Fuji. Uh, I think this was maybe the first time he'd ever gone up against a uh, Ozeki. Yeah. And this was... M10. A- <laughs> no. M10 versus Ozeki. I know. But great for him, you know. But he got a really good dose of what it's going to be like fighting with a healthier uh, Ozeki because it was a big blasts from Takakesho, as you would expect. The old slappy slappy down down with both of his arms. And what was fascinating to me is what seemed to ignite that 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 kind of big attack by Takakesho seemed to ignite Nishiki Fuji somewhere. Mm-hmm. And in the it happened in the middle of that first big charge. And he sort of stiffened his backbone and he got mad at Takakesho. And he went in with this big old open-handed slap and this massive advance on Takakesho and charged Takakesho backwards. But Takakesho is more experienced and he was like, you can get upset. That's fine. I'm just luring you to the edge. And with a slight shift in in that momentum, Takakesho cleverly steps to the side and slaps down Nishiki Fuji. Takakesho is clever and he is very much the cannonball that he is and he's good. Nishiki Fuji just got a good dose of what these big boys at the top of the Makochi division, he got a good dose of what those guys feel like. Deep thoughts by Laurie Deep on, this, thoughts. on this fight was, okay, if Tamawashi can keep all of his opponents away... And have more longevity that way. Takakesho is going to have like full body arthritis. Yeah. By the time he is if he does 35. 
Oh my god. <laughs> like full body cannonballs of people. That's got to just yeah. damage your body everywhere. I don't know how he does it. I don't either. I don't either. The last two bouts of the day, though, were basically Takuyumi losing to Enjo and Shodai actually winning against Takara Fuji. But <laughs> let's say Takara Fuji hasn't had the best Basho either. Yeah. So that's that. That's that. They're sitting at both four and ten. But what that meant was on day 15... The Basha was going to be decided in a matchup between Tamawashi, who was at 12-2, and Takayasu, who was at 11-3. And I was so down for it. Oh, I was too. I actually stayed up late on Saturday night and I was like, it happens in 40 minutes and I tried to stay up. And you did? I did. I really did try to stay up. Who were you rooting for? That was my biggest question. Because these are two of your favorite wrestlers. I was for Takiyasu just because he has been my favorite wrestler from the very beginning. Okay. I have adored him. But I love Tamawashi's bulldozing style and his soft demeanor. Mm -hmm. And he's just strength. He is just such strength. And he has not only fought the way he normally fights, his style of sumo, but you can see it like turned up a notch for this Basho. He was, he was in it to win it. And and you could see that both of these guys were, but um, yeah, Takiyasu. But again, I was not, you know, it was okay. In, e- either way it went. Okay. I was going to be excited. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Well, day 15 was fun. Let's uh, just mention, before we get to that big fight, Teretsuyoshi lost on day 15. And I mention this only because he he was sitting at uh, M15, and he had a makikoshi. So basically, that means he's probably going to go down to Jurio yeah. next time. Yeah, That was a surprise for me, because Teretsuyoshi has been a bread and butter sumo wrestler for me since I started watching sumo. Yeah. So I thought, wow, this is a sea change if he's going down to Jurio. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Doumi also lost on day 15. So he will go back to Jurio to uh, just work a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe we'll see him again. We had some real exciting last day uh, Nana Show Nana High meetings. Mm-hmm. That's 7-7. Ura versus Oho was a really great one. Ura won that matchup. So got his Kachikoshi at M3. He'll be going up. Kota Shoho versus Meisei, another one of those matchups. Meisei won, so it's exciting because he'll be rising back up. Right. So all of that was great news. Before we get to the big fight as well, let's talk about Tobizaru versus Takanosho. Yeah, this is the best bout for my money. Was it? I mean, besides the... Actually, it- the winning match, which actually happened in the middle of the Makoji you know, that was so weird. Yeah. I was like, why is this not the last bout of the day? Yeah. It just felt because they're not in the Sanyaku, so yeah. they're not fighting less. I was like, weird. But anyway, it yeah. It was weird. The Tobizaru and Takanosho was pretty fun. Yeah. It was a longer fight. And Tobizaru's M1, Takanosho's M10 right now. I think Takanosho is, uh, should sit higher. Yeah. He's too. too low right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Tobizaru tried all sorts of tricks in this match. He tried pushes. He tried foot sweeps. 
and beautiful rice ball defended every single one except for the last one. Yeah. He ran out of gas, it seemed, which is strange because he doesn't usually. Yeah. But Toby Zotto, you're so right. He threw everything at him. Yeah. Tireless. Which meant with that win, he got the Outstanding Performance Award. Mm -hmm. And he went to double-digit wins at M1. That is huge. And probably a promotion into Sanyaku next time. A flying monkey. I know. So with him going into Sanyaku, we'll have to do a highlight on him in one of the next few weeks. Yeah. I was really happy for him. The biggest fight of the day. Tamawashi versus Takayasu. This, I felt like, was for all the guys who've been overlooked in the sumo world, all the guys who have been there for years. I mean, there's all the guys in the world who've been overlooked. Exactly. Every guy that that uh, asked a girl to go to a dance and, and said she he, they got to know. Yeah. This is for all those guys out there yeah. who don't always come in first place. Right. Who they haven't don't even been get the job. They don't get the job promotion that they deserve. But uh, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. That's who this was for. No Sanyaku in sight. Two guys at, what are they, M3 and M4 going for yeah. the U show here. I but, was delighted. But vets, I mean. Yeah. And training partners. They've trained together so much. So old friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tamawashi took a different track. He didn't go right for the Nodawa. He met Takayasu with a huge chest blast. Yeah. Takayasu went for Tamawashi's neck. Tamawashi swatted Takayasu's hands away, mm-hmm. getting Takayasu off balance mm-hmm. and giving him perfect positioning to push Takayasu and his chest out with three big pushes. It was a dominant win. It, it was, was a really dominant win. It was. I was hoping that Takayasu would win the first one and then there'd be a playoff and then Tamawashi would win, but that's okay. It's all right. Yeah, and they have a pretty even, maybe Tamawashi has the slight two or one of them had a slight two match advantage over the other one they fought each other a million times they know mm-hmm. and they they spar with each other all this they know each other's bodies yeah so it's just a matter of like who had the right game plan because it could have easily have gone the other way yeah exactly you know? i loved afterwards seeing Takiyasu walk back into the dressing room and he was just yeah. walking and then he meets eyes with him yeah and, says, and you were strong you were strong yeah, and they smiled at each other. He shook his hand, and I was like, well, yeah, that's why it was so fun. And, like, that was, like, one of those rare moments where you get to see the wrestlers. They seem like they want to kill each other on the doyo, but they spend so much time with each other in yeah. all of these tours, and they're not isolated, you know? And they know each other well. So it's like playing your best friend or playing somebody you know really, really well and um, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but yeah. they brought the best out of each other, and they both seem to appreciate that from each other. Agreed, 100%. Tamawashi, right after the fight, looked happy, maybe even a little nervous. Yeah. He, he also, with the Yusho, won the Outstanding Performance Award, but also, at the same time, he kind of looked like, oh, it's just another day in the office. Yeah. You know, no big deal. He's the only one not bandaged. Have you ever noticed that? It's, he's incredible. He really is uh, made of, I don't know, steel. Yeah, I don't know. He's amazing. His bones are steel. 
Takayasu looked a little bit disappointed, as everyone would in his shoes, but he did get the Kanto Show, the Fighting Spirit Award, and I was delighted. It seems like whoever gave the awards out gave a lot of awards out, and I was totally down for it. Yeah, everyone gets a prize. Yeah. But he was also interviewed, and he also said uh, something to the extent of, well, they were like, are you bummed again that you haven't won a U show? And he's like, no. I just come next. I'll just look forward to the next one and yeah. I'll just bring my best to the next one. Yeah. And I was like, that must be so hard to hear people say to you, you've been around for so long. How, no. When are you going to win this year's show? And he's just like, I'm here. I'm coming back. Maybe next time. But y'all need to just like do like forget about it. It's fine. I'm fine. The same thing happened on Twitter. I noticed like some people jumped on Twitter and they were like, oh, he choked at the end. And then. Everybody was like, he, no, he did not choke. He did a great job. He did great sumo. Like, change your language. Right. Like, people were very supportive of him, which I I'm very protective. We all love our Papa Yasu. <laughs> yeah. But let me go through a few more fights at the end of the day. Uh, just things to note. Kiribayama won mm-hmm. against Miyogidu at Komasubi. So there's a potential for him to move up to Sekewake, which is exciting. What was his final record? I didn't write Nine, it down. Nine six, not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's good enough to go up. Ichinojo lost to Tochinoshin, which means he will lose his Komosubi spot. Yeah. So there'll be an opening there. Uh, Hokuto Fuji lost against Daisho, but Daisho still has a losing record for this tournament, so he's also going to lose his Sekewake slot. Mm. So there's going to be a big shakeup. In there Sanyaku. Is. Think people are going to be moving around in Sanyaku. That's something to look forward to. Hoshoryu versus Endo. It was a 7-7 matchup with, again, with Hoshoryu's Kachikoshi on the line. Hoshoryu this time stepped to the side, spun, and pushed. <laughs> so he got his Kachikoshi, kept his Sekiwaki status. I was listening on day 15 to the Japanese commentators, and you could tell immediately that they did not think highly of this hanka. <laughs> they were not they were not so positive about it. And Asa Shoryu tweeted, and I quote, It's embarrassing to be young, angry emoji about this fight. Interesting. Yeah. He was not pleased with that hanka on day fifteen. Wow. Which of course makes me laugh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> More hanka funny business. Wakataka Kage won against Sada Naomi and got the Gino Show, the Technique Award. Wakamoto Haru right. won against Mitake Yumi and took his record to 10 wow. which is incredible. He's going to have a big rise. It'll be really interesting to see where he ends up yeah. on the next Bansuke. And as we absolutely expected, Takakesho won against Shodai. Um, Shodai, with his love of the Hollywood ending, unfortunately decided to go horror film this route. Yeah. Ended up with a 4-11 record. Yeah. Um, Takakesho yeah. ended up with a 10-5. Yeah. So it was exciting and strange. Two Ozekis this time ended up with a tie for the worst record on the entire board. <laughs> Shodai and Mitakeyume, oh, along with you, Takeyama. How often does that happen? Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But ah, that's the sumo. Yeah. That's the sumo. <laughs> you just can't. 
It just makes it even funnier than the commentators come on before each Basho and they're like, who do you think is going to win? Because it is such a toss up these days. Yeah, you don't know. Like when Hakaho was in the mix, they were all like, oh, Hakaho, I think. That's easy. Okay. And now it's like, well, I don't know. Take your guess. There's nobody that's just dominating the boards. There's just nobody. Unless Terunofuji can fix those knees. Right. But yeah, that's a tall order. Yeah. But uh, great Vasho. And I'm looking forward to November in Kyushu. So that'll be awesome. So I guess that is our Vasho wrap up. Congratulations to our bingo winners. And thank you again to Big Sumo Fan, Hobbit Rosie, Doiskoyevsky, and Ash Warren, The Way of Salt, and the Silman Silman James Books, our publisher. All of you all for playing bingo loving the sport as much as we do and donating to us and lastly listening to us because we do this because we love it but we love connecting with you all so thank you yeah thank you all right until next week who knows what we're going to bring you next week but it'll be something exciting and something about sumo so until then i'm leslie and i'm laurie see y'all later bye bye